0: Good morning. Today's scripture reading is from the second chapter of the book of Luke, the 21st to the 38th verses. The reading is also in your bulletin. If you are able, please stand for the reading. On the eighth day, when it was time to circumcise the child, he was named Jesus, the name the angel had given him before he was conceived. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. There was also a prophet Anna, the daughter of Peniel of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshiped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Last week we looked at the first 20 verses of the second chapter of Luke's gospel and the announcement of Jesus' birth by the angels to the shepherd. Today you heard the, uh, uh, the reading uh, and we went to explore the 21st through the 38th verse. And uh, just dropping down to the 22nd verse... Um, when the time for the purification rites, okay, you can almost stop right there. I just, okay, I'm, I'm getting confused. Uh, required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. What, what, what? What is this purification uh, rites? Uh, Leviticus, the third book of the Bible, the third of the five books of the Torah. Um, it, was the, it is designed... To provide a spiritual roadmap, uh, uh, instruction. Um, obedience essentially was equal to God's presence. It's just that simple. We, we, we think about the Old Testament law and what, it, what it's all about. Obedience is equal to God's presence. Um, not creating not obeying God's law created a, uh, a break in the relationship. As God told Moses in the book of Exodus concerning the Ark of the Covenant, he said, I will meet you at the mercy seat. You think about this, the God of the universe. You know, uh, he, would, he, would, he would actually, in, in, in Old Testament times, I will meet you physically, spiritually, meet you at the point of the mercy seat. And so we have Leviticus, uh, if you go to the 12th chapter, and that could be your homework, uh, God spoke to Moses, and and I'll just read uh, this portion. He says, Tell the people of Israel, a woman who conceives and gives birth to a boy is ritually unclean for seven days. The same thing as during her cycle. On the eighth day, circumcise the boy. The mother must stay home another 33 days for purification from her bleeding. She may not touch anything consecrated or enter the sanctuary until the days of her purification are complete. If she gives birth to a girl, she is unclean for 14 days, the same as during her cycle. She must stay home for 66 days for purification from from her bleeding. So what is a well well you will, we'll get to get to that point at one uh, you know somewhere down the line. we 'll do a systematic on on the levitical law and and, and what does that really mean uh, for us today? but suffice it to say that uh, your uncle Adam and your auntie Eve uh, created a schism in uh, the god creation uh, 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 Paradigm or relationship uh, that 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 really God had to put in place. I want to show you who I'm about. See, the instruction, the law is holy. We're not, so so we we don't want to get caught up in what's that all about? It's 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 God put in place. God put in place uh, uh, sets of rules to really guide us to Him, to show us him. And, and well, we get there. It says, obviously the law applies to those who was given, for his purpose is to keep people from having excuses and to show that the entire world is guilty uh, before God. For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we are. I know in case you didn't need that reminder that uh, you're not all that, that, that you're not perfect, uh, no matter how much, uh, 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 how much gym we went to, no matter how much makeup we put on, how much, you know, how much uh, Rogaine uh, I should be using, uh, but, but, but no matter—it's it's like we're not perfect. We're not perfect, see? But, okay, so this is a joke. No, this is not a joke that God cr- puts on creation to frustrate us. But as I said before, it's a marker to point us to him. Well, you know, it seems like, you know, it seems like life is all about that brass ring. You know, I'm constantly trying to stretch for that. And just when I think I'm going to yank the ring of perfection, uh, the uh, merry-go-round slips from me and I miss it. Or, you know, maybe we think that uh, God is playing that Chuck E. Cheese game with us, you know, the the heavenly whack-a-mole. You know, just, just, just waiting for us to pop up and do something wrong so he can take a mallet and whack us across the top of the head. Nothing could be further from the truth. Oh, don't forget, we're celebrating God with us. See, if God wanted to whack a mole, uh, he could have done that a long time ago. He, he could he's like, look, uh, you know what, you know, Adam and Eve, you, you messed up. Uh, stick out your hand. Uh, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to whack you real good. See, in the same way a parent teaches their child that eating the right food, it's not about keeping us from eating uh, my wife's peach cobbler. It's good. But if that's all I consumed, I would not be good, and it would not be healthy. So what's your point? My point is, because of sin, the evil one has deceived us in believing that the ultimate goal in life is to please ourselves. The evil one has convinced us you' have seen the bumper stickers. he who has the most toys at the end wins. Yeah? That, that, that's really, that's, 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 you think about the, the things that, that we tend to pursue. What really consumes our, 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 our time and our devotion, it's our jobs. It's, it's, it's pursuing stuff. It's, 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 it's pursuing stuff. I need to, you know, I, I need to make that little bit, that extra hour. I need that extra hour. I need that, and you know, and again, it's, it's, hey, if you need that extra hour, you need the extra hour but i'm convinced a lot of times it's it's not about need it's desire i want that extra hour because then it will allow me to do something else to 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 exchange that extra hour of work with an extra hour of luxury as opposed to maybe i want to exchange that extra hour for devotion to god maybe i maybe maybe they they they're asking for volunteers for overtime but maybe maybe it's like you know what my family would be better off, and I would be better off if I spent an extra hour in prayer uh, than in an extra hour at the job. Maybe. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just talking. Uh, as Jesus would later share, we are called to do, and what the law points, is to love, your, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. Sounds like City Church's uh, uh, little slogan, loving God loving others. And that's exactly what it is. So, as it is written, in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord. A pair of doves or two young pigeons. We have two things going on here. First, Mary and Joseph are coming. They, they you know, hey, I've got a firstborn male. Uh, again, God is trying to make, trying to paint a picture, trying to paint a picture why are you coming here to, 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 to make sacrifices? Because I redeemed you back in Exodus. Do you remember that? When you were in Egypt, I redeemed you. You had to slaughter a lamb in order for your firstborn not to perish with all the Egyptians and everything else. Everything, all the firstborn of everything perished. I was rescuing you out of slavery, spiritual and physical slavery. I was rescuing you. And so it cost the blood of something. So it cost the blood of a lamb. So as a reminder... As a reminder, every time you have a firstborn male, you gotta pay up. Okay, so God's into killing Aunt, killing Bambi and all y'all. Yeah, no, 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 no. You say, remember what we remember what we did. We went to the Old Testament prophet and 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 God rhetorically asked the people, "What do I want? Do I want rivers of oil? Do I want do I want do I want your firstborn? What do you think I want?" He said, "You know, just walk humbly, do justice, love kindness." You know, I. All of these are just markers. They're just pointers to show you who I am, whose you are, how much I love you. That's all it is. It's, that, that, that's all it is. So, so in this case, God even makes provisions. You've got these uh, very poor, very poor couple uh, with the creator of the universe as their child, and they don't have the wherewithal to bring a lamb. So, as the Bible lets us know in Exodus, if you can't afford a lamb, bring a pair of pigeons. Bring, bring something. There's no, it's, it's, not, it's not coincidence, we have our give box where it is. I know, I know, it's, it's your, your, your bucking tradition, whatever. I, I'm, I'm, I'm naive enough to believe that God will supply our every need. I believe that with all my heart. Well, don't you think you might get a little more if you kind of run the plate in front of folks? And, uh, and it's like, maybe, maybe. And if you, if, if you stick a gun in their face and say, give me all you got, I, I, and, I, and I, can, I can say some things to maybe guilt you into giving and thinking that, well, God wants me to, to empty my bank account and give it to him. What he wants you to do is empty your, your heart and give it to him. Because if he has your heart, Ultimately, he has your bank account. But he doesn't need your bank account. He creates, he creates wealth. He creates kings. What? 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 what yeah, oh, I'm gonna give God a few Benjamins. Oh, like, 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 oh, okay, yeah, you here, God. Here's a here's hundred bucks. You, you want this, right? No, I want what's behind that. I want the action behind that. I want the love behind that. Little, much. A lamb, a pigeon, a dollar, a hundred dollars, a million dollars. Like I said, I'm not encouraging the lottery. But if you do play and hit, you know what to do. <laughs> you, you know what to do. See, this is all in keeping, as Jesus would later say. You know, see, see Jesus didn't need to be circumcised, and he didn't need to be baptized. But there was going to be a—he's going to come a point in time where he's going to say, you know what, I'm going to show you an example. By example, I'm going to show you how I want you to live. What, 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 what? Jesus needs to be circumcised. He needs to be, uh, he needs to be atoned for. He needs to, he needs to be baptized. John the Baptist even said, what in the world? No, no, I'm not baptizing you. You need to baptize me. Jesus answered, allow me, allow me to be baptized now. It's necessary to fulfill all righteousness. It's necessary so me, so I can give you an example of how to live. So, what does that mean to us? It means everything to us. Instead of each person watching out for their own good, watch out for what is better for others and adopt the attitude that was in Christ Jesus. You don't have to teach a child to say no. Somehow they learn how to say that all by themselves. All by themselves. You don't have to teach a child uh, to, to, to say, mine. This is mine. This is my toy. This is my mommy. No, mine. We are—it's a funny thing. You know, If we are naturally selfish. Naturally so. And so it is only—again, you guys can do it much quicker and much longer than I can, but, but it's only through the Holy Spirit that allows us to move and act and say and behave in ways— that aren't natural to us definitely not natural to me i'm not inclined to be giving mark isn't well pastor meeks you seem like a pretty decent guy nice guy you're you're giving this you're giving that that's christ that's the holy spirit that's not me that's the holy spirit let me move on pride self-centeredness it is your greatest obstacle I'm, i'm here to tell you Pride, self-centeredness, that is your greatest obstacle. I won't ask for a show of hands. Did, uh, did, you give your, did you give your request to Santa? Santa, I want this. Santa, I want that. Yeah, we understand. I, we do understand. But, but, but just like we showed on Thursday, just anecdotally, Uh, The the students from Health Professions High School They were just beautiful There was about 20 of them that showed up and volunteered And volunteered to to be a part of the, the service To a young man, to a young woman Came up afterwards and said One in particular said This has been the greatest day of my life And I had to stop I was signing the little forms You saw the picture I was signing the little forms So they could get community hours And I had to stop And I said Did you hear what you just said? He said, I mean it It was a young man He said, I mean it he says, this is wonderful. This, this, just, this just feels right. I said, well, you know, I didn't quite say. this flesh and blood didn't reveal, you, reveal that to you. But my Father in Heaven revealed it to you. But, but I said, that's God. And that's the whole point of living out our godly mandate. Loving Him. Loving others. Loving Him. Loving others. So, now there's this man in Jerusalem called... Simeon. He was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation, the redemption, the the restoration of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. You will not see in here anything extra spectacular about this Simeon gentleman. If you read anything, well, some say, well, he may have been a priest. He could have been this. He could have been that. That's all conjecture. Read what the scripture says. Scripture doesn't say any of that. There was this man in Jerusalem Called Simeon. Kind of like there's this woman in the 95818. In search your name. There's this woman who lives in Alder Grove. There's this man who lives in Elk Grove. There's this woman who lives in Antelope, Folsom, Sacramento. Use your name, use your zip code. Who was righteous? and devout. And he was waiting. See? He wasn't waiting for his ship to come in. He wasn't waiting for a few extra hours on the job. He wasn't waiting for that next promotion. He wasn't waiting for any of that. He was looking for the consolation, the restoration of the nation. I said it last week. I'll say it again. These... People didn't live to see what a lot of us are living to achieve. They were praying and looking for something bigger and grander than a new car. More gas in the tank. A few extra dollars in our checking account. Something nicer. Something bigger. He's looking for... God, we're 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 spiritually bankrupt. It's been this period of silence. I don't hear you talking to me. You've been in those spots. I, I, I've been in those spots where you've prayed and it just seems like you're just saying words. You're praying, it's just words. You're not it's like, God, I, I'm praying for this, but I'm not hearing anything. He waited. He waited and he waited. He waited so long. So then, then when it was revealed to him by the Holy Spirit, it had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. See, one of the things that uh, uh, I encourage you to do is to repeat back the promises that God has given you. Repeat back the promises God has given you. And then those those are the times when I really when I really see God. I, I'm serious as a heart attack. When I really see God, it's like God, you promised. God, you said. I didn't make this up. You said you wouldn't see the righteous forsaken or the seed begging bread. I was sh- I was sharing with someone the, uh, it makes me tear every time I, I think about it. You guys. Uh, I was in college. Didn't have any money. Oh, Brother Meeks, looks like you got it together. I needed gas and I didn't have money for gas. You guys have never been in that situation. <laughs> See? See ATM cards, credit cards, all of that stuff. I wanted to get at least a dollar's worth. Because uh, it would have been embarrassing to get something less than a dollar's worth of gas. (laughs) That's just me. It's a sin of pride. I'm sorry. (laughs) Just don't think less of me. I pull up to the gas station and I'm praying, Lord, please let me find a dollar and change somewhere in my 68 bug. (laughs) I got to like 92, 93 cents, something like that. I figured that if I could get a dollar, then it's like, okay, you know, I just, I'm just giving you my loose change. But I just really want a dollar's worth. That's all I had. That's all I had. So what did I do? I walked up there, handed the man a fistful of change, and said, trust me, it's 92 cents. And I didn't want him to count it out. I was just like, oh, this is so embarrassing. He said, go ahead, just, just go on, just whatever, you know. I, he gave me the gas. What am I saying? Don't give up. Don't despair. See, see, what we, what we, what that shows me, what showed me is that God takes care of me even when pride is getting in the way of me trying to pursue God. Love God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my mind. And I'm still just, 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 just pride. Just, just, I I, I don't want a, a 93 cents worth of, please, can 93 cents on number two, please. It doesn't even sound right. Somewhere along the line, it may not be gas for you. It may be a diagnosis from the doctor. You will not have the solution in your pocket. It will not be in your ability to solve whatever it is, that, just keep living. Well, I've you, know, I've, you know, I'm a pretty smart guy. I've graduated magna cum laude. I'm part of Alpha Kappa Alpha or Phi Beta whatever, and I, you know, I'm, I, I'm the woman. I'm the man. I got it like that. That's the way I roll. Just keep living. Just keep living. Sovereign Lord, this is his response. As you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for the revelation to the Gentiles and to the glory of your people Israel. Repeat back what God has promised and already look. God is already ushering in salvation to the Gentiles at this point. The Jews were looking for relief from their situation, see, just like we look for relief from our situation. And God is saying, I'm coming a different way, and I'm coming bigger than you anticipated. well, get the Roman boot off of our neck. We're in prison. I'm coming a different way, and I'm coming bigger. So, so what are you saying? What I'm saying is petition God. I know some will, some will argue, well, be specific with God. Be, be you, you be specific. Because I like it when, God, you know me better than me. See, I can give you a list of what I want, but that's all I know to ask for. But I know you, and you called me evil, and I know I want to give good things to my kids. And you said how much more you would want to give to your children, so I don't even want to start trying to think about what I should be listing in terms of, Lord, give me this, give me that. It's like, Lord, put me in the center of your will. That's what I want. However, you bless me, I'll be satisfied. And at the same time, coming up to them at that very moment, we see Anna, a prophet, a prophetess. See, for those of you who uh, uh, might look askance, it's like, hmm, this, 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 this women and leadership, and when it comes to church and all of that, is a uh, the prophetess Anna. We'll talk about that at another time. Coming up to them at the very moment, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward. To the redemption of, Jer- of jerusalem see what's your point my point is the shepherds recognized the child by a sign through the angels but simeon and anna saw firsthand the promise of god so 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 don't when people say boy girl boy girl you need to come here they're doing this over here. You need to go, boy, they, they, they're, 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 the folks are floating over at that church. Boy, folks are just, they're bouncing off the walls over there. It's, just a, it's like, look, what you need to do is focus on God. Focus on God. Be it through angelic revelation or through direct observance, God will reveal himself to you. But you have to be in the presence. You have to be in the position to receive the message see the shepherds were hey you know we're just watching sheep angels came boom here you go they responded they went Anna Simeon they're praying they're watching they're waiting they see the child they didn't say hmm now tell me about the is like no I know I shared last week I share it again the, the, a lot of times we 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 wonder we, we we spend too much time an inordinate amount of time of well is this true is this true How about this? You know uh, what is? You know so and so said this, and so and so said that. See, see, you don't spend, don't waste your time trying to figure out the counterfeit. Spend your time understanding the real deal. If you see and understand the real deal with depth, then when the counterfeit comes along, you won't. It's like, look, I don't know what that is. It's it looks like, it smells and looks like smoke. It it ain't real. It's not real it's fake. So, what child is this? What child is this? I mean, this is a, this is, it's amazing. Uh, You know, there is no, there's no manger that we can go to and say, well, you know, uh, uh, you know, there's a little baby sitting right there. No, no, no. I like the the image that I've seen of pictures where they have an empty empty manger with the shadow of the cross uh, overlaying the manger. For unto us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, the prince of peace. What child is this who's laid to rest on Mary's lap is sleeping, whose angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping? This, this is Christ the king, whom shepherds guard and angels sing, haste, haste, to bring him laud, to praise him in everything that we say and do. Who is this? The babe, the son of Mary, our Father and our God. Let's pray.